0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs are back on the practice field on Friday as they finish up their preparation for Sunday's matchup against the 4-2 Tennessee Titans. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, tackle Orlando Brown Jr., and safety Juan Thornhill. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Orlando Brown. Then we'll take a quick timeout, and you'll hear from safety Juan Thornhill. Here's Andy Reid.
1: All right, just an injury update here. So um, These three guys didn't practice. uh, Burton, Fortson, and Hitchens. And they'll be listed as out for Everybody else uh, practiced and did a nice job. Tyreek was out there today and moved around pretty good. So, um, you know, unless something changes, he should he should be fine. Uh, Tooney practiced today. Um, he should be fine. I'm trying to think of the other guys: uh, Ward and uh, uh, Chris Jones all practiced. So, <clears throat> um, we look forward to. The challenge of playing tennessee you know we know they're a heck of a football team on both sides of the ball and special teams and so uh the guys have had a good week of preparation and, and look forward to again that challenge so that time yours
2: let's go first to aaron Ladd. Go ahead, aaron
3: coach a lot of talk about derrick henry this week i think juan thornhill called him one of the best in the game now patrick earlier called him one of the best of all time I know you've been around the block a little while, maybe not all time, but is there is there a comparison back that you can kind of say he reminds you of in your years in the league, and maybe you take an approach on how people defended him and bring it into Tennessee this week?
1: Yeah, Marion Motley. That was a good um, answer, wasn't it? That's before me. I, I don't. Well, understand. I know you just took me around the block, so I took you even further around the block. Now, listen, he's a he's a heck of a football player, and. Um, you know, I I just uh, you know for to do what he is doing right now and us to be able to witness that I mean it's something special. So um, he's a big man that that uh, keeps himself in great condition. That just doesn't happen. That's a year-round process to make sure that you get that done. And and um, and then I think he's a good kid on top of all that and goes out and plays hard. So he's really I think he does a nice job. Handles himself right.
0: Let's go
2: next to Pete Sweeney. Good, Pete.
0: Hey, Coach. We, we know you about your affinity for having a fullback. It's been about four or five plays offensively for Burton. Is the plan maybe to go with the, a tight end there if, if you – whatever you'd be willing to reveal with the, with the plan of replacing Yeah, him? well, no, I mean,
1: listen, you guys know. I mean, we put 31 in there before, and he's been our fullback, and that's not – he's done that before, so if we go that direction, he, he gets in there and bangs it around and does the whole thing, so um, – he has no problem with that for whatever number we use uh of plays there.
2: <clears throat> Go next to Herbie Tiopi. Go ahead, Herbie.
1: Hey, Coach, last week you had, you had mentioned that uh,
2: Chris Jones and Shavaris Ward were close to returning, and you, you should be fine for Tyreek
1: Hill and Joe Tooney. This should be fine also apply to Jones and Ward for this Sunday? Yeah, they should be good. Unless, listen, unless something, I haven't talked to Rick here, you know, before, before I jumped into these two media things, so I, um, uh, when we left the field, they practiced full and, and did a nice job and were running off the field. So I think all is good, but Irby, Doug it! you know, we'll we'll see how it goes.
2: Let's go next to Harold Koontz. Go ahead, Harold.
3: <laughs> hey, Coach. By the way, good reference earlier. Um, another Derrick Henry question for you. You know, just with the defensive mentality of going into it, we just talked to Juan Thorold here and he said like, well, you can't be timid, you can't be shy. Does a guy like that when you know you're about to face him actually help your defense just kind of be under P's and Q's a little bit more to make sure you're taking it more seriously, taking the fundamentals more seriously?
1: Yeah, listen, I mean, obviously you gets your attention because he's a big part of their, their, their team. And um, I, I don't ever slide away from the, you know, slide the, ability of the quarterback away from this thing too, because he, he's, a, you know, he's a good football player and they've got an experienced offensive line and those receivers are, 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 strong players, but listen, they, they base this thing around, around the runner and, and he, you know, he's risen up to everything they wanted. Plus some, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. We'll ask to Sarin and then Nate. Go ahead, Sarin.
3: Coach, listen, I know everybody wants to tackle, right? That that's, that's the, you know, there's nothing you can do but prep for it and be ready to go out there and go. But does a guy like Henry, who is this big, strong, fast, Marion Motley type of uh, a back that's out there, uh, do, do you change? Do you have to like focus your scheme and say – we want to limit how many times our guys got to run into this big guy. And so maybe whether it's more run blitzes or less, you know, whatever that it might be, uh, d- does it, does it make you just the, the punishment he can dole out? Does it make you kind of adjust the game plan to maybe try to protect some of the guys that are going to go up against him, Or is that too much to try to, to factor?
1: No, Well, this is what we know, Soren. So we know they're a great fourth quarter team. So Frabel's had, since he's been a head coach, he's had more, fourth quarter wins than than anybody, comeback wins in the fourth quarter than anybody. And we, you know, we know that their quarterback's very good in those situations, and we know the running back's the best in the business in those situations. So, um, you know, know, a coach can stand up there and say, hey, listen, you got to play four quarters of aggressive football. Well, this is fact right here. So this is, our guys know that. Uh, you know, we, we, we share those things with them just so that they stay educated with it and they can put themselves in whatever frame of mind they need to put themselves in. Um, and, and then they watch the tape. And so you see you see him being as strong in the first quarter as he is in the fourth quarter. And um, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you get a pretty good picture of all that.
2: last we'll Nate Taylor.
4: Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Andy, in terms of receiving yards and just the production that he's given you, it seems like McCall Harmon has had his two best games of the season these last two weeks. I just wonder what you've seen from him and, and how he may progress as the season moves along if this trend continues.
1: Yeah, McCall's been working very hard at, at doing this. And, you know, when Tyreek uh, can't practice during the week, he gets more reps and, and um, you know, he takes advantage of those. So. I think, it, you know, that that's a good example for him, just saying that any extra work I can get, I, I need, and I need to maximize it. He's been doing that, so he deserves that credit.
2: Coach, we appreciate your time.
3: Hey, Orlando, good to see you again. With all the talk about Derrick Henry, but I'm curious with you guys and your running backs, you know, I know you got to be excited when you guys try to pound the ball too, so how do you feel that might be the case coming up Sunday where you guys can kind of impose your will running right the game too?
4: Yeah, man, up front, like I said before, we're always looking forward to being able to run the ball. Um, man, whatever coach calls, we're going to execute at the highest of our abilities. But, uh, you know, Derrick Henry is is a great running back, man. I mean, he's literally probably the best in the NFL right now. So I'm sure our defense has a great plan. But, man, we look forward to just going out there and executing as an offense line. Let's go next to Herbie T.O.P. Go ahead, Herbie.
0: Hey, Orlando, when you
2: pop on the table, what, what stands out to you? About this Titans defense and that front seven that you're going to be facing.
4: Yeah, they play really hard, man. They got a lot of guys that really fit their scheme as well. Um, they do a lot of stuff right. Um, you can tell that they they practice a lot together, and uh, they got a really close uh, front seven. Uh, I feel like off the field too, you can just tell in the way that they play. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete.
0: Orlando, I, I know he's been in the room the whole time, so it didn't really change it in that fashion. But what do you think that Mike Remmers on the right side brings to the uh, line for you guys?
4: Yeah, my, Mike's a great player. Uh, he plays with a ton of energy. Uh, he's very nasty in, in his approach and practice and on Sundays, as you can see on film, man. But, uh, man, he's he's such a great player. You know, we just enjoy having him out there with us. All right. Do we have anything more for Orlando today, guys?
2: You're off the hook easy. Appreciate you, Orlando. See you later.
0: You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and tackle Orlando Brown, Jr. Now here's safety Juan Thornhill.
3: It took me a
5: little bit of time to get going, get the wind out of me. But, I mean, I had a lot of fun out there. And then some things I feel like I can do better is just, like, maybe communicating a little bit more, playing a little bit faster and slowing the game down. That's pretty much
3: it. Other than that, I mean, just go out there and have fun.
2: Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Good, Sam.
3: Hey, Brad, I've got a couple things. Juan, that stuff you just mentioned, how much do you feel like that stuff will improve just now that you are getting more reps?
5: See, the thing is, I remember my rookie season, I started off playing pretty good, but then I felt like each week I started to become more confident, started to make more plays, the game started to slow down, and I just feel like that's what's going to happen again. I just got to take my time and just let the game come to me.
3: And obviously, every player wants to start, right? Um, so obviously, I know opening the season, you wanted to start. How did you mentally keep yourself engaged, even though that wasn't the case for you?
5: I mean, it wasn't that hard. Just just coming out each and every day, uh, giving them all, going 100%. Whenever my time was, was up, I mean, it was time for me to get out there and step up and make a play. I, I just stayed positive, man. Just just kept working each and every day. And we just went for my opportunity.
1: Thanks, one.
2: Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Adam, we're, we're having some trouble hearing you, Adam. Uh, not yet. Let's uh, let's come back to you next here, Adam, OK? Uh, let's go to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie.
0: Hey, Juan, uh, Steve Spagnuolo
2: was mentioning yesterday that uh, on Wednesday, you all focused during individual drills on tackling knowing who's coming, who you all are facing uh, on Sunday. How did that process go this weekend? And what's your message? for the defense as y'all prepare to face Derrick Henry
5: I mean we just got to come in with a good mentality you can't come in willing wanting to be soft you have to be be, you have to be real physical coming in willing to tackle because you know Derrick Henry is a heck of a player great ball carrier one of the best backs in the game all respect to him but the the main thing is just coming in with a good mentality just wanting to make the tackle can't be afraid don't be timid and give it to all
2: go back to Adam let's see if we can get you Adam you want to give it a shot no, nope. We we don't have you yet. Keep working. We'll come back to you. Let's go to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin.
3: Brad, I'll, I'll have a couple questions here. Uh, Juan, first of all, just to kind of follow up about uh, tackling uh, Derrick Henry. Like, yeah, listen, I, I, tackling's hard, right? I think a lot of everyone thinks it's just like you come up there and, and it, it just happens, right? I, I know bringing down athletic guys is really difficult. How much does it take out of you to, to face him, right? Like, how important is it for you guys? To, to get three and outs to keep them off the field so you don't have to tackle them 32 33 34 times
5: i mean we just got to come in and just and just be 100 percent on our assignments uh be fundamentally sound being in our gaps and doing our job and i feel like everything else will play out because i mean you know he's going to make plays like it happens everyone like, everyone in the league is real athletic everyone can make you miss at any given time they can run hard they can make and, and they can score whenever but the biggest thing is, is just being fundamentally sound and just uh, playing your
3: game. Uh, and, and, and sorry, Brad, this is kind of a, a follow-up to the first one, then I'll get to my second one. Uh, do you, are you like, listen, I, I think self-preservation should take over. And you should get the hell out of the way of a guy who's 250 pounds and runs that fast, right? Like, I mean, me, that's what I would do, look for a place to hide. Do you look at it and say, all right, it sucks, but here we go, right? Or do you get into a mindset where like you don't even have those kind of thoughts? The,
5: the thing with me, I feel like I'm different from uh, like a lot of other guys, like whenever I got a big opportunity to make a play like somebody like Derek Henry is 200 and I don't know, let's just say 250 or something like that. And I'm over here at 200 pounds. Like I just know I got to bring it a little bit more. I got to want it a little bit more than he does. I mean, yes, he he has 50 pounds on me, but at the same time, I feel like if you have that heart and desire to make that tackle, you will every single time.
3: All right, and then, listen, I'm. this isn't a question. I'm not asking you to give away any trade secrets, right? I know there are things that you don't you don't want to put out there, but were there specific things, like, during the time that you weren't starting that that Coach Spagnuolo or, or maybe the DB coaches are, are saying to you, hey, this is what you got to work on that you had to focus on as far as trying to get back out there on the field for more snaps?
5: Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, every single day we come in, we, we're willing to work on one thing. I, like, one thing that I was working on was just – uh, the tackling. I mean, that's just something that everyone has to work on uh, man coverage is like having your eyes in the right place and things like that just just being able to work each and every day like you can't go in with the mentality like oh I'm not starting right now so I'm not going to work so you have to go in with one thing each and every day to to improve on and that's what I did.
2: Let's go next to Matt Derek. Go ahead Matt. Hey
0: Juan and, and Brett I'll have a follow up to this too. Um, what what advice, what, what would you tell a young player, like a college player about what it takes to play safety and especially free safety in
5: the NFL? Uh, biggest thing I would say is just come in with the mentality that you're the best safety in the game. Cause like with me coming out of college, like I had some guys that was above me, but I couldn't let anybody tell me that they were better just because like, I wanted to be number one regardless. If you go in, if you step on that field each and every day saying I'm the best player on this field, I feel like you're going to make it. So, like, that's all you got to do is just have the right mentality and come out there willing to show the world that you're you're able to play at that level.
2: Matt, does that cover you? Oh, there you go. Give it another shot,
0: Matt. Yeah, and, and I mean, you certainly have that attitude. I, mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. What is it that, you know, you feel like that you still need to improve? I know you talked a little bit about, you know, playing faster and playing downhill. But, you know, what is it that you really feel like you need to get to the next level?
5: I just feel like I need to be a a leader. Like Tyron is the leader of our defense right now. And I just feel like I need to to catch up to him to get to his level, just communicating a lot more and um, earning my teammates respect, just playing as hard as I can. And that's the biggest thing I feel like I need to work on. All
2: right, we'll go last to Adam. Let's give another shot, Adam.
1: Uh, can you guys hear me
3: now? We got you. Okay, great. Um, hey, Juan, I, Brad, I got a couple things here. First, I'm just wondering what you heard from the coaches, Juan, when um, as to why you weren't playing more before the Washington game. And, Brad, again, I'll have a second question.
5: I mean, it wasn't really like the coaches telling me that there was a reason why I wasn't playing. It was just, I mean, Dan was playing some great, some great football. Like, last year you saw him making a lot of plays, and Dan, I personally think Dan deserved it. He was working – really hard, made a lot of plays, and he came in with the right attitude. So he deserved that spot. Okay. And, and uh, last week
1: when Tyron was so upset when you guys uh, allowed that third and long in, in toward the end of the first half in Washington, um, what were you thinking at that time? And um, have you seen that kind of
5: thing from him in a game before? Listen, when Tyron does things like that, it just, I mean, it, it pumps the whole team up. Like, no one is looking like, man, you need to calm down. Because, like, we know once you get pumped up, everybody, like, the energy of the whole defense and the whole team just elevates. So when you see things like that, I'm, it
2: just motivates me. Adam, do you have one more? Or you got-
1: just wondering, Juan? Had you
5: seen that from him before during a game? I mean, you you have guys that's real passionate about the game. Like there's some guys that, that know how to hold it in and just not even show any passion. Just sit there and just hold everything in. Then you have guys that just wear that heart on their sleeve and just show it all. But, I mean, that's the type of guy Tyron is, though. He's not – like, no one is is looking at him like, man, you need to calm down or anything like that. We look at it. We love when he does things like that. Like I said, he just pumps the team up. He gets us going. He motivates us all. He makes us all play harder. When those things come out, that just shows that he's a leader. Like, he, he wants more out of the defense. So,
2: that's why he does things like that. Juan, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you.